this is one time when I believe that, frankly, we are doing God's will by not going to church. I want to encourage all small business that if they don't get a loan today, there'll be money. The very first thing I would say is start thinking about people you can ask for help from. There are still ways to pay and get paid even when a business is shut down due to COVID-19. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, I'll be joined by the chair of the Economic Development Corporation to talk about resources for people to try to keep their businesses afloat, as well as employees to try to make up for lost paychecks. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Friday, April 10th. County leaders reported 65 more local cases of the novel coronavirus today. That brings our total to 1,693. The county estimates about 370 San Diegans have recovered. The county also reported four more deaths, bringing our local total to 44. President Trump has backed off his original Easter Sunday date to reopen parts of the U.S. economy, but heading into the Holy Weekend, he's still pushing an optimistic timeline of May 1st. We're looking at a date. We hope we're going to be able to fulfill a certain date, but we're not doing anything until we know that this country is going to be healthy. Medical experts like the Surgeon General and Dr. Anthony Fauci aren't exactly disagreeing with the president, but are sounding a little more measured. Some places will be able to think about opening on May 1st. Most of the country will not. My message is that the virus itself is going to determine the guideline. Meanwhile, the county of Los Angeles today extended its stay-at-home order through May 15th. A local church is suing for the right to hold Easter Sunday services in spite of California's stay-at-home orders. Abiding Place Ministries is one of several churches across the country to file a lawsuit. They're trying to take down our great nation by shutting the doors to the church, but we will not let them. Nothing is going to detour that Easter Sunday service from occurring. That was a pastor in Louisiana. A federal judge today denied a temporary restraining order that would have allowed the church to open on Sunday, abiding place, as it will abide by the ruling. Although it is recommended for the general public to wear facial coverings or masks while out, it's not a requirement in San Diego County unless you're an essential worker. But as 10 News reporter Mimi Alcala tells us, some businesses now have their own requirements. You might be turned away on your next grocery run if you're not wearing a facial covering. At Vons, Albertsons and Gelson's, customers are now required to do so before entering the store. The California Grocers Association tells me more businesses are likely to follow. Although San Diego County is not requiring the general public to wear facial coverings, some businesses are taking matters into their own hands. We started this past week having all employees had to wear masks. And we just figured it's it's the next step. Adam Zach owns Jensen's Foods in Point Loma. Social distancing, sanitizing carts and items, plus plexiglass at cash registers, all ways he's ensuring the safety of customers and employees. My responsibility is to my employees. And so if it's one more thing that we can do to protect them, um, that's my number one concern. The county requires employees of gas stations, grocery stores, pharmacies, restaurants, and convenience stores to wear facial coverings. Starting Monday at midnight, that requirement will be extended to include public transportation workers, child care providers, bank employees, and food servers. Thank you, Mimi. The city of San Diego has reversed its decision to furlough 800 city employees after the union fought back. 
The city first decided on furloughs after estimating the pandemic would cost the city about $109 million. But leaders reversed the decision after the union filed a grievance, calling the move illegal. The city now says it'll find other work for the employees. The furloughs could have saved the city $15 million, so leaders will now have to look into other ways to try to balance the budget. 1,000 cars rolled through Southwestern College this morning for a drive-through emergency food distribution. James Floros of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank says the event was supposed to start at 9, but by 6 a.m., a line of cars three miles long had already formed, stretching all the way to the H Street exit off the 805 freeway. The first 1,000 cars uh, would, would get food, so we had 1,000 cars. We cut it off at 1,000. And uh, we're distributing about uh, 25 pounds of food per car, which is about roughly about 20 meals. The distributions are first come, first serve. That kind of explains the line. But the food bank wants to remind people that the program is intended for low-income families. They're planning another event in the upcoming weeks. Joining me today is the chair of the Economic Development Corporation, Janice Brown. And Janice, I, I know there's a lot of business owners, um, employees that have a lot of questions right now, and it's a pretty crazy time. I appreciate you spending some time with us. It's my pleasure. Uh, so what's the first piece of advice uh, for a non-essential business that has been closed down at the moment uh, here in San Diego? A small, let's, let's say a small business that's now been out for you know three weeks plus. Uh, what's the first piece of advice that you would give to a business owner at this moment? Well, so people who are business owners, for the most part, are people who are entrepreneurial. And entrepreneurial people often have a hard time for asking for help. And so the first thing that I would say is there's a lot of people in the same boat that you're in. And the very first thing I would say is start thinking about people you can ask for help from. And I just think that's something that a lot of business owners are so accustomed to doing things on their own. They just don't think about that. So that was the first thing. It's just a mindset shift. You need help. Ask for it. I would say that, um, well, we're all worried about ourselves and our own families. One thing that I've seen from a lot of employers is concern over their employees, people that have worked for them maybe for a very long time. And uh, they're worried that uh, they might not be able to make payroll and take care of them, benefits, things like that. What do employers need to know about accessing benefit information right now? Well, the thing is, I mean, I, I really am happy you asked that question because I do think that employees are suffering, but so are employers. And so I really like that you framed the question by asking for that or at least framing it that way so that employers understand that it's very difficult to lay people off. But there is help. So the help is, one is the California state government, the EDD, has a work share program, which allows employers to lay people off part-time, and the state will pay part of the money. For example, if you lay an employee off three days out of five, the state will pay the three days and you will pay the two days. In addition to that, the federal government has come in and, and I read Gavin Newsom announced that starting Sunday, the federal government will pay an additional $600 a week on top of the $450 a week that employees who are seeking unemployment benefits can get. So that's going to be a nice addition to the 450 a week and the 600. So that's 1,050 a week 
for employees or up to that amount for employees who are on um, unemployment. So just having that information to share with employees that they may not be out of money if they go on unemployment will be a good benefit. And also the work share program is really a great benefit as well. And it's explained pretty well on the EDD, California EDD website. So those are two things that I can tell you that the unemployment benefits are a lot more robust and the work share program is a way to think about doing something other than just laying people off completely. You know, Janice, I've heard um, with this stimulus package came a, a lot of money uh, from the federal government specifically to help business owners make payroll. But I've also heard that it's come with some rules. Those loans could be forgivable, but uh, you have to make sure that you don't lay off employees. What do you know about those rules? How do they apply to, to California business owners? Is there anything you can share on the rules that are in place during this time? I can. A couple things is, let me give you a name of somebody who's really one of the best people to ask for information from in San Diego. His name is Danny Fitzgerald, and he's the San Diego uh, leader and the liaison with respect to these stimulus programs. So Danny Fitzgerald from the Small Business Administration is a great resource. You just need to Google his name and it'll come up. So he's one resource that people can access. Right now, there are two major programs. One came out on the initial, um, the initial legislation and one came out a couple of weeks ago. There are some challenges with the legislation because they were sent out so quickly that it's kind of hard at times to understand what's going on. One of them, and if you contact Danny, he can send you a really nice email with the two programs. One program asked for money directly from the treasury. And that program is fluctuating information as to what amount you can get. It was initially up to $2 million with no collateral and no credit issues, um, but you have to fill out a very small form. But that form went directly to the uh, treasury. The program that most people know about is one that they call PPP, which is a program designed to replace the loss of income to pay employee salaries. The biggest thing I can tell you about that, again, look to the resources at the SBA, but the best thing I can tell you is to use your local bank. And hopefully most banks are SBA approved, but you want to have a banker that knows you. And a lot of people say, well, I don't have a banker. Well, you do have a bank account. And if you have a bank account, then you have a banker. And because a lot of people that are in, that work for banks, a lot of banks are dedicated to helping people get these loans through. And if you don't have a specific bank that's an SBA, there are banks that are listed, that most of the big banks in town, and even some of the small ones uh, help you with that PPP loan. And basically, it's you do a salary calculations, you can't add in all of your people because if people make over $100,000, the limit is 100000 And then you get to multiply your payroll for a month by 2.5, and that's the amount of money you get to ask for in a loan. So that program, and some of that money is forgiven. Um, it's sort of a moving target because the government is continuing to change these programs, and there's supposed to be another program. But the best advice I can give you is get with Danny at the SBA. The other thing, if you need advice, I could say as chair of the EDC, 
You can call Mark Cafferty with the Economic Development Corporation as well. They have a team that's working with people as well. So those are two main resources, the SBA with Danny and Mark Cafferty with the EDC. Well, it sounds like uh, a little persistence might be required, uh, but it will pay off, especially for employees, employers and employees in these times. Finally, Janice, we don't know when this is all going to end and, and when we can get back to a semblance of normal, but uh, when that does happen, I imagine a lot of businesses are going to be trying to ramp up again, uh, rehiring people. How does the EDC figure in and uh, kind of what's the strategy uh, once, once the pandemic kind of subsides and we're trying to get the economy going again full steam? Well, EDC is actually has a survey where they're capturing information from folks to be able to understand. And the, be the benefit of connecting with the EDC, even if you're not a member, is there's a lot of information that they have. And they don't, they don't discriminate if you're a member or not. If you want to get information from the EDC, they'll provide it. So that's one. Number two is a lot of people are taking this, they're learning new things. They're learning how to communicate working from home. They're learning how to use Zoom. They're learning how to uh, shift their products to be a more online uh, a product. So there's a lot we can learn from this perspective. We do not know when we're coming back. The physicians say that our peak is going to be April 26th, and then there's two to three weeks after that. So perhaps June, July, we just don't really know. But in the meantime, people can take this bad time and try to find some good in it. Good information in uncertain times. Janice Brown, chair of the Economic Development Corporation. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here. Thank you. Bye-bye. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. A research team at Stanford says COVID-19 may have circulated undetected early in last year's flu season. And because of that, they say Californians may, and I stress may, have developed herd immunity. That could explain why the state has significantly fewer deaths than New York, but double the population. The team says some of us may already be immune to the virus and therefore aren't spreading it to others. The team is now testing thousands of healthy people for antibodies to see if they actually defeated the virus last year. 10 News is tracking the number of coronavirus cases in San Diego County. Just go to 10news.com and click on our local COVID tracker. There you can find the breakdown of local cases by age and gender. You can also see the geographic location using our interactive map. We also have a list of resources, including how you can help those in need of supplies and how to identify coronavirus symptoms. Just go to 10news.com or download our free 10 News mobile app. That's all for today. Have a great weekend. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together.